0: The local elections in May may now feel like a lifetime away for most of us, but the councillors we elected, the three first-timers in particular, are still very much feeling their way in the labyrinthine corridors of power known as the City Chambers. Last month we heard from Mary Campbell, who represents the Green Party. Today we hear from Callum Laidlaw for the Tories. He freely admits that the last six months have involved a steep learning curve, as he came to grips with the sometimes arcane processes of the council dealing both with the council officials and the curious procedures in the council chamber itself. I spoke to him on Friday, a day after a full council meeting, and he told me that the number of first-timers, like himself, offered up a chance to think about those processes and whether the time had come for change.
1: What's been quite good is there's a lot of us newbies across all the parties, and I think that brings, hopefully, fresh thinking, a degree of questioning as to why certain things are the way they are, It's been quite exciting. I think people are finding their feet. The debate is hopefully getting a little better. As an opposition councillor, we're holding the administration to account where we need to, but also we're working with the other groups as and when we need to as well. And people have seen that yesterday. We, with the Greens and the Liberals, defeated the administration on on a certain point. And then in Portobello itself, I put forward a motion that had the support of all the other parties. Um, And that was very reassuring and good to know that there is... Consensus where consensus needs to be.
0: Right, we'll come back to that in a moment. But just thinking of, about your new role, is it different to what you expected? Because when we first met mm. at the online hustings, you all seemed to have sort of expectations of what the council could do.
1: I think maybe we're a bit more realistic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not yet a cynic, but maybe, maybe realistic. The council, as, as everyone knows, is under a huge amount of strain from resources. It's been through a period of transformation and that's had, had positives and negatives. And I think we're only just finding out where experience lies, where things can be changed quickly and where things perhaps will need to take a bit more time. When I was standing, I probably had the expectation that things could be shaken up a bit more than they perhaps can be. That's not necessarily a bad or a good thing. I think it's just about understanding that it is about working with the officers, questioning some of the processes that are seen as, well, it's the way it's always been, so we'll keep doing it. And I don't think that's necessarily healthy, but equally we have to work with people and bring them along with us. There's, there's no point uh, just, just banging our, our fists against the wall. We need to talk to people and find out why things are done they a certain way and, and if there is perhaps suggestions of how something can be done differently. It does seem to happen and you know I've got good relationships now with a lot of the, the officers in this area. It's all the things that, I, that people write to me about and I'm still meeting new people and finding out new things I think that will take further months.
0: Does it help then, being a councillor for Portobello, that there is actually a strong sense of community here and it's not just reflected in things like the community council but it's the, the purchase of Belfield for example and action and party it's the heritage societies there there is a stronger sense of community here than i know from having lived elsewhere in Edinburgh you might find in and or Stockbridge
1: definitely it's a unique community it's uh, everybody thinks support portobello it is a town in itself it's not just a suburb the organisations you've referred to the i society the heritage bodies The Community Council are remarkably organised and well-informed, I think possibly more so than than some of their counterparts in other areas of of the city. People here are a combination of being very proud of where Portobello has come from and and the the heritage of the the area, but also quite realistic at the fact that it is a changing area. There does need to be a degree of new development, but people want to get involved in what that looks like. People don't sit back. They want to, to have their voice heard.
0: That development is really at the forefront of a lot of people's thoughts at the moment because there's the prospect of an influx of new people into new build, particularly at the western end of Portobello, near where Aldi already is.
1: And it's something that came up when I was speaking to people when I was standing during the campaign, obviously more so since I've been elected, and what I put forward at full council yesterday was this plan for what we call a placemaking exercise For
0: so, just could you explain what an aesthetic is? Of course,
1: it's a process that has been developed by the Scottish Government, been designed for local authority planning departments to really get communities' thoughts and views and understanding through a a formalized process of consultation as to where they want a particular area in their community to be from the perspective of of future development. It's been designed for areas where there is a lot of uh, potential growth or there has been a lot of change. Uh, So I'm suggesting it for northwest Portobello. As you say, the western end of Portobello is an area that a lot of the industrial land is now being turned into housing. It's got the new supermarket. There is the sale of, of the West Bank site. There's going to be nearly 800, 900 new homes possibly in the next couple of years. And that's going to be a huge change, a huge pressure on infrastructure. And I think the council so far has approached each development in a slightly piecemeal way. And this, this placemaking exercise is designed to pull it all together and to say to the community, what do you want to see? You know, you understand this place, you live here. You should have a say before we, we go out and decide on, on what developments get planning and what those developers are allowed to build.
0: Well, certainly in, in terms of one particular area, it would be much better to have at least housing than a derelict industrial site where standard life used to be.
1: Baileyfield South is a controversial development because of its, its size and scale. But equally, I I would agree that it's it's still preferable to have residential development on that site rather than what we have now in a disused industrial estate. But I do understand the concerns that people in the conservation area have about their views, particularly people in the Adelphi's, about being overlooked. And also the the impact it will have on, on traffic, on parking, on Tower Bank Primary. It's likely to be sort of small families, young families moving into those houses. So I think we need to be thinking about that development and its relationship with the other new developments we've already had near the prom and potentially the redevelopment of of West Bank and Tumbles. I mean, that's likely to, it's going to be redeveloped. And the question now is, what should that redevelopment look like?
0: Well, after all, that has been perhaps one of the most controversial development projects, certainly in the last couple of years, because there's a belief within the community that the consultation I've spoken to council officials, I've spoken to former councillors who say, oh, we we consulted. But you speak to others who say, yeah, it was tucked away in the small print.
1: I don't think it was a best practice example of involving the community. I mean, I wasn't wasn't a member of the council at that point. So I don't think rules were broken, but I certainly don't think it was um, the community council had to put in a formal participation request to get the level of consultation. It wasn't something the council offered. It was something that it had to do using Scottish government legislation. So I would like to think that in the future, the council will realise that certainly in areas like Portobello, conflict is a lot more resource intensive and expensive than consensus, which can take a bit longer, but actually will get a better result. The council owns that land. The receipt of that land will, will fund in part Meadow Bank, which I think will be a fantastic facility for people across the city, but you know, particularly in the east But what we can't do is is look at just getting the highest possible receipts at the cost to the community. We need to ensure that the community and the pressures on the infrastructure in this area are reflected in whatever is decided upon on that site.
0: The good thing, of course, is that the four councillors who represent Portobello are united as far as this is concerned. There is consensus amongst the various parties on this.
1: There is, and I'm really pleased that actually we've worked The three newbies and Maureen have worked together from the start. You know, we talk about being Team Portobello Craig Miller. And Maureen said it in response to my motion yesterday in council that on 80, 90% of local issues, we will agree. We may have slightly different perspectives on how we get to whatever the result is, but there does tend to be agreement. And I think we get a lot more done. And certainly looking at other wards in the city where there isn't that relationship, we get a lot more done acting as for and putting that that pressure as for. To council officials, to to whatever party, where we need to get something done, than if we all try and, and try and do things independently or differently.
0: How do you feel that actually came about? Because you know, as you say, there are three newbies and one who's been here for twenty years plus. You wouldn't have thought necessarily
1: there was an obvious synergy. I don't know. I guess we're lucky. I, I think Maureen's enthusiasm has been helpful and infectious to a degree, and. I think we all bring different skills and experience to the table. Mary's obviously been on the community council. I've lived and worked in different cities and, and travel lots lot to Europe. So I sort of see a lot of other, other things that are going on. And Kate's got her experience working for an MP. So I think actually we, we have different perspectives and bring different views. But when it comes to you know, sustainable development, making sure that, you know, that planning reflects community wishes, improving things like the promenade, I mean, a lot of it's going to sound like common sense, but we're we're very much aligned on that, so we are working together quite effectively.
0: So, looking forward, what are your hopes? I won't say your expectations. What are your hopes
1: for for the city, or mm. for the community, or for both? For both, for both. Starting with the community, I, th- I think Portobello and Craig Miller as a ward possibly needs to be better connected. I'm sometimes surprised when I speak to people in the, in the Craig Miller area who, who very rarely go to Portobello. Part of that's transport infrastructure, part of it's just trying to make things more open and accessible. I think Portobello itself, we've talked about it a lot, is an area that's changing rapidly. There's a lot of new people moving in, there's a lot of development, it's becoming very desirable, it's becoming quite expensive and I hope that the feel that this community has isn't lost. We need to think about planning and development and infrastructure in a way that the city has done quite effectively in the city centre you know the, the new town for example as a world heritage site has certain precautions and ways of doing things that i think are equally applicable to heritage areas like portobello and i'd like to see that happen across the city i think i'd like to see the council be a leader in all sorts of things you know in ed- education for example people might have seen i've been championing the use of this um, telepresence robot for children who are Unable to attend class, you might might be ill, either long term conditions or, or short term. We need to be, as a council, more innovative, you know, more business friendly, thinking about solutions when it comes to transport, electric vehicles. Something I've asked about as well. I'd just like to see you know us really acting like a capital city. I think hopefully, obviously, I'm I'm in opposition. I, I think be better if if I was in administration but hopefully the council as a whole can work together to to achieve that because everybody wants Edinburgh to be an even greater city than it already is. Well
0: we will watch carefully what happens and watch also how you and the other three councillors of this area manage to continue your relationship to ensure that the, the people of Portobello are well represented upper city chambers. Callum thank you very much indeed. Thank you.